again, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. It's me, your keeper of naughtiness and niceties again, back for a second round because we had too much fun goofing in part one. Here with me this fine winter evening are... Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I play J.R. the Crooked. Tio. Hello! I'm Tio, and I play Constance the Expert. And Kyle. Hi, I'm Jack Frost from that one episode <laughs> where Jack Frost comes in and is just hanging around. And he's kind of a bad guy, but he's still hanging around. And I play Alvin the Monstrous. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is part two of our holiday episode. We didn't quite get it done in uh, one take. So this is uh, not a one shot, but a two shot. So before we jump back into it, Alvin leveled up last time. So do we want to mm-hmm. let folks know what your advancement is? Yeah. So I've got three options that I've been juggling. The level up feature that I'm doing is the take a move from another playbook. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking at the, what is it? The Tome of Horrors playbook. Oh, the Tome of Mysteries. Tome of Mysteries. That's the one. Some good stuff in there. Yes, and I've got three options that I've been toying with. I'll see which one, based on the rules, you you feel will fit best. The first one is uh, from the Gumshoe playbook called Asphalt Jungle. It is, you heal faster than normal people. Anytime your harm gets healed, heal an extra point, And you are immune to all the harm move effects under zero harm and one harm. Hmm. When the keeper would apply these, you ignore it. I don't know if we've been using those. Yeah, I don't actually call them out, but like... When I say you've been, like, knocked down or, like, you take a minus one on going or uh, mm-hmm. last session, Alvin, when you got tossed through the door, those are all right. harm moves. So got it. Got I it. just don't usually say, like, and I apply the harm move. I apply a zero harm move. Yeah. Anyway, so that one is interesting. The other two, I think, may fit a little bit better. They're both from the Searcher playbook, Mm -hmm. and they are prepared to defend, which is even truth seekers need to fight sometimes. Whenever you suffer harm, when you kick some ass or protect someone, you suffer one less. Very Alvin. Very Alvin. Which I think ties in directly to Alvin. And the other one is um, Just Another Day, which is when you have to act under pressure due to a monster phenomenon or mystical effect, you may roll weird instead of cool, which would be also fantastic for Alvin, who has... That would help you a lot. Bad, bad, cool, and good, good, weird. Both of those are... That's both really good. I mean, Kyle, I got to tell you, I don't have any... I don't see anything wrong with any of those moves, so it's, uh, it's up to you. I mean, I guess it's the option now of doubling down on protecting and kicking ass and taking less harm or actually being able to do act under pressure in certain scenarios i mean it's just due to monster phenomena or mystical effects so it's not like he becomes very cool and suave yeah but when you are fighting a monster you become it's very yeah it's when i'm dealing with monster stuff so i think i might just do just another day i like it yay okay so Alvin's just, you're going to be an awkward boy, but you're going to be like a cool boy when you're fighting cool monsters. I intuit it as like he has an instinct yes. for acting under pressure in, in these weird scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not rolling, you know, I'm not rolling sharp or mm-hmm. charm. I don't know what I'm doing is good. It's just a weird feeling. Right? Yes. I like that a lot. I love this. Great. All right, so I think we're ready to get to it. So last time, you all received invites to the Thimble Ski Resort's swanky and prestigious winter solstice soiree. 
you met Stan, Alvin's boss and the owner of Stan Ski Stand, before hitting the slopes and having a little bit of fun. The dinner itself was shaping up to be a rather dull affair until you overheard Dr. Tamina's kid proclaim loudly that his magical key had brought all the toys to life. When you went to investigate the kid's play area, you discovered it overrun by, as JR put it aptly, sentient communist toys. <laughs> Funny as it seemed, your initial skirmish did not quite go as planned, with Alvin getting blasted into the dining hall and the guest evacuating in a panic. We are going to pick right back up in that scrum between you and the toys. And just to set the scene a little bit more specifically, Alvin, you and Buddy the Bear have gone tumbling backwards towards the back mm -hmm. of the, the restaurant, which is serving as the kids' play area, uh, near where the drone broke out through the window. Constance, mm -hmm. you are in the middle of the room near the tree where the rainbow dough is oozing towards you. Cool. And JR, you're standing where the door used to be <laughs> uh, as miniature toys stream past you into the now empty dining hall. And Tinsel the toy elf is charging on his unicorn steed towards Stan. What do you do? I attack the bear. Okay. <laughs> um, Big nasty bear's going to get his stuffing out. He blasted me. He did. Oh, real quick. What's everyone's current harm? I don't have any harm. I have one. And Constance, I think you have two. I do, yes. Jesus. Okay. So Alvin, you are- um, going to try to tear this tummy out of the bear. Okay. Get the stuffing out. I grab it in my teeth and go- Roll to kick some ass. Shake it back and forth. Seven. You inflict harm as established. Are you given a bite or are you going after him with your claws? I'm right on him, so I'll give him a bite. I'll okay. be like a dog with a dog toy. <laughs> try to grab his arm and just try to like pull it off. <laughs> you leap forward and the two of you continue to tussle and tumble and you start tearing away at Buddy the caring bear. And you see stuffing start to fly out. But he's gripping you tight and you Urgh. can feel your ribs starting to crunch. Urgh. And Urgh. you take uh, one harm. I negate it. Yes, you do. Because you're a tough boy. That tough, tough boy. But you are now completely ensconced in Buddy's intense <laughs> hug. How big is Buddy? Buddy is about five feet tall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Buddy's a big boy. Yes. I'm bigger than that. <laughs> I'm bigger than that. So yeah, you're tearing away at Buddy, but he has you firmly grappled. Okay. Have we established whether or not I would have my gun with me? I'm not sure how I feel ethically about shooting a toy, but right now I've got like- I have two harm. Shoot it. Okay, okay. Uh, hey, do you see any magically active toy guns? <laughs> you like steal a gun from one of these oh, from a toy soldiers oh, or something? Oh, is there like, like- Yeah. Are there toy guns there? Magically enhanced rubber bands or something? The toy soldier guns are- Probably about the size of your <laughs> pinky finger. A tiny little Okay, but gun. so are the shoulders, right? Pew, pew. <laughs> so, JR, here's what I'll say. Tell me why you would have brought a gun to the winter solstice soiree. <laughs> why wouldn't I have brought a gun to the winter solstice, I think, is the question that we all need to be asking ourselves. So you do typically bring a if gun. There's one motto. It is be prepared and also have a clear exit that would okay. be jr's two mottos so i'm gonna pull out i have a revolver which is one harm close reload small so we've got uh just to make sure i've got kind of a, a visual we have buddy the bear uh giving a good old hug to alvin we've got um the ooze is somewhere and then constance is being charged by 
A doll on a unicorn? No. So, yes to Buddy the Bear and Alvin. In the middle of the room is Constance near, like, the tree and some of the discarded presents, and the doe ooze is near her and starting to move towards her. You and Stan are kind of in the, what used to be the doorway. Mm -hmm. I guess still is, but there's no door. Right. And miniatures are just streaming past you into the dining hall. Okay. And Tinsel on his unicorn mount is charging towards you. Okay, I'm going to shoot Tinsel. Roll to kick some ass. I'm going to shoot a toy (laughs) with my gun. I mean, die hard. Uh, yippee ki That's an eight. Okay. On an eight, you both inflict harm again as established. So your gun does one harm. Yes. Uh, Tinsel is charging towards Stan, but you're standing pretty close. And you take a shot and Tinsel holds up the key and that invisible barrier, JR, that you're all too familiar with. The, Mother! The first thing that you used <laughs> to do magic appears and the bullet ricochets off. And then I'm Tinsel, going to kill Tinsel, seeing you take this shot, veers away from Stan, and the unicorn leaps forward and gores you with its horn for one harm. I am going to fucking kill Tinsel. You are and, dead. And Tinsel and the My Little Unicorn ride by and drive past you into the dining hall where most of the horde of miniature toys is now ransacking the dining hall. There's a hole in my jumpsuit, isn't there now? There's a puncture hole. I'm gonna kill Tinsel. I'm gonna kill that little shit. And as Tinsel rendezvous with the remaining elements of his army, the unicorn rears back and neighs, and he says, To the workshop! To the workshop, my brothers and sisters! Hmm. Hmm. Constance. Yes. I'm going to run towards my fellow compatriots here. You're kind of equidistant between JR and Alvin, so you'd have to run right. towards one of them. Who is closer to the toys right now, to the dining area? That would be Alvin, wouldn't it? No, JR. Alvin's oh. towards like the back of the lodge near the windows. Oh. I got blasted into the dining room and then I charged back into the bear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. JR is standing in the doorway between the uh, kids' area and the dining hall. Okay. I don't really have any kind of weaponry that will help in this situation. So, um, the- Toy guns. Right. <laughs> tiny, the, tiny, tiny, tiny. As we've established when I tried to <laughs> charge one of these things, uh, we need some magic to, to, to really do some damage, mm-hmm. it seems like. So, I run towards JR, and uh, I think as I'm running, I start just kind of being like, huh, uh, JR, I'm confident that this is a uh, 100% magic situation. We've we've really got to rely on our, uh, you know, <clears throat> our more magical abilities here. Um, do you think there's any way that you can tap into that without a certain object? Um, my advice would be that we don't try to treat these definitely sentient and totally not normal toys as if they are totally normal toys. Um, I don't think that's going to work. And this would count as um, me telling... Uh, oh, a hunter has to come to me for advice. Dang it! <laughs> Plus also, did you not see me like magic the door closed? I was preoccupied when I was thrown backwards attempting to take on the leader of this army. <laughs> so, lassoing with your, with yeah, your like, my, dress noodles. My lasso attempt that failed. Um, hey, Constance. So I haven't totally seen it. Hey, Constance. 
Do you have any words of wisdom for me, a fellow hunter, who could right. use your, <laughs> your sage All right. Oh, we made Dad mad. Try. It was worth a try. You can't fault us for trying. Always got to try. I keep forgetting. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> you guys need to remember to ask me more often. The two of you are engaged in this conversation. <laughs> no, go ahead. I have an idea, JR. What if we all hop on the turbo skis and you try to magic that shit over to the workshop? Yeah, we should probably get the giant bear off of. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling a bit woozy. I'm not sure how helpful I'll be in that. Do you have any ideas on how to how to get that bear off of? I try to dig the heart out of the bear. With my claws. <laughs> so, Alvin, you punch your claw into the chest of Buddy the Bear, and just a fountain of stuffing bursts forth. But you discover no heart. What? Oh, I meant the, the copyright non-specific heart-shaped thing on its tummy that did all the blasting. Oh, okay. Uh, roll like a, some ass then. Like, <laughs> like tear it off like a breastplate. Jeez, wow, brutal. Yeah, roll to kick some ass. This is when you see your dog be a little too vicious with its toys, and you're like, oh, yeah, you are still kind of a beast. Seven, eight, nine. Did nine. Once again, you inflict harm as established. So I think you reach for Buddy the Bear's heart-shaped stomach, and as you do so, you see it light up, and a blast of magical energy strikes your oh, hand you. for one harm. But you you shrug it off and you tear through and you inflict two harm on Buddy the Bear and you rip through the heart-shaped emblem on Buddy's stomach. Turn it off. And Buddy looks at you and there's just the faintest twinkle in his beady, glossy eyes. Uh, uh, the next. Oof. Uh, across the room in the dining hall, Tinsel charges forward and the My Little Unicorn strikes the doors to the exterior and they swing open with a loud clatter. And he turns to face his army of miniature toys and says, The time is nigh! The time is nigh! And I'm going to kill that little shit. Tinsel charges out of the dining hall. Excellent. Hey, Stan, how good's the lock on that door, bud? Tinsel! I made you! <laughs> Did you lock the door, Stan? No. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, who's going to come and steal? Like, yeah, so I get it. <laughs> All right, let's be done with this. To the jet stu- skis! Well, is the bear dead? No. No. The bear is still got Alvin in a a death grip. And uh, Constance, as you and JR are talking, the Fundo ooze slithers over and catapults itself off of the ground onto (gasps) your face. God (laughs) damn it! Oh boy. And your your head is now completely ensconced in this rainbow dough mixture and can feel it trying to like find a way in. Um, (laughs) uh, JR, get help. Get it off me. Um, I think I'm going to reach into my right pocket. I am going to pull out my, let's see here. I'm going to roll for this, obviously, because this is preparedness. Do you have your Instagram backpack? Yes. I have my Instagram backpack. I, I, like, I kind of fiddle, I fiddle around. I'm, like, reaching behind me. It's really weird. My hand is contorting in a strange way. And then all of a sudden you see me pull out from my pack and now... 
do I need to roll first or do I say what I want it to be first? Tell me what you're looking for and then go ahead and roll to see if it's contained within the confines of your Instagram backpack. Okay, this is, I got it off of a third party random website. It's supposed to be a hairdryer on the go, but it looks like a little teardrop and it is so ridiculously powerful, but only concentrated in one little beam of really hot strong air it's battery powered that uh i have never found an actual use for it and it was a complete waste of like 15 dollars. but um <laughs> think of it like you know this is like leaf blower times 20 but very concentrated so it's like a hair dryer laser yes but completely useless as either okay roll preparedness roll plus sharp all right big money big money Ooh, that's going to be a nice nice old 10. Ooh. Okay, uh, on a 10 plus, you have it uh, here right now. So you reach into your Instagram backpack and you fumble around as this multicolored ooze is just all over your face and you find, you feel in the confines of the backpack, the hairdryer. What do you do with it? I click it on and... I immediately set it on my forehead going down like I'm trying to like basically blast this thing down off my face so use gravity <laughs> with me and I'm hoping that the element of surprise like who would ever think that the dough can't possibly imagine this is what I was going to do. Okay. You're ascribing <laughs> a lot of human motives to dough. But I like it. <laughs> I am. Look, they want a communist system. I can only imagine what the dough is thinking. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You dough know. I oh, my know. God. <laughs> no. I'm doing finger guns. Yes. You can't see, but I'm doing finger guns. Pew, pew, pew. Okay, Constance. Yes. Go ahead and roll to, let's see. Would this be act under pressure or kick some ass? I believe... Well, I'll stop believing things because uh, I'm just hey, going to say what's Constance, useful for me. Don't stop believing. God damn it. God damn <laughs> it. I, mean, I knew it the... you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this that thing you read in a book about how to get Play-Doh off your face with a blow dryer? Yeah, I, I, mean... I think it is act under pressure. So <laughs> if you want to use your, I've read about this sort of thing, I'm going to need to know when and how. And okay. Life hacks. No, no, no. Okay. I read this in the one-sided little cardboard paper that came with the hairdryer where online it looked really cool and great and all that and then when it showed up this little paper that came with it was very reminiscent of the boxes of q-tips that tell you to not put it in your ear even though that's the only reason you bought them but it gives you like four examples of things you could do instead with them including like tickle your baby's feet with a q-tip cool who would ever do that so it does say, like, it's great for getting dirt and grime off your face, as if that's what you'd ever use a blow dryer for. But I stand corrected because that's exactly what I'm going to use it for now. <laughs> I like to imagine that that's, that is also the primary purpose why Constance put it in her backpack. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I this will be great when eye. I get stuff on my face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who okay. made that hair dryer, by the way? <laughs> oh. um, What brand is this? Mm -hmm. Um, This is dryer but there's there's no e and there's no y it's like dr and then a symbol r but it's pronounced dryer and it's all lowercase outstanding very cool incredibly chic yeah okay it's all black 
You can't read any of it. Excellent. Okay, roll to act under pressure. Oh, good. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I literally could not have done worse. (laughs) That is with my plus sharp comes out to a five because I rolled double ones. Ah, bummer. And it's not even close enough for anyone to help out. Yeah, mark experience. No. So (laughs) you're trying to get this thing off, but it has a surprising tensile strength to it. This dough just won't move despite the best efforts of your hairdryer. And what winds up happening instead is that the exterior hardens into like a shell. Ah! But on the inside, it's still moving. Ah! So it's like a magic shell. Just yeah, you gotta it's, get a it's... spoon and you gotta crack it against and, it. And Constance, this is just a a a Christmas nightmare. It's 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 the nightmare before Christmas. I've caramelized myself. <laughs> you are delicious. Creme brulee on your face. It's got a nice crack to it. <laughs> oh no! And you're starting to have trouble breathing. Oh no! Ah! Uh, oh god! Well, there's the bumper. Jr. You're seeing this, and you see Constance <laughs> struggling, and you see Alvin fighting across the room, yeah, yeah. and you see Tinsel starting to make his escape, and Stan is standing next to you, and he has this look of just abject sadness, and he turns and he starts running after Tinsel. Tinsel, we can be bodies! It doesn't have to be like this! Well, alright, somebody's uh, gotta be the grown-up right. here. Uh, so first, before I take care of our burnt cream, Constance, <laughs> I'm gonna yell out to Tinsel, I'm coming for you, you little shit! And then I'm gonna- Bring it on, bootlicker! <laughs> oh! <laughs> This bourgeoisie is gonna kick your fucking ass! <laughs> I do say the bourgeoisie will kick your ass. I'm screaming. <laughs> as soon as we're finished with our cocaine game. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna take, after I'm done screaming at a sentient toy and telling it that class warfare is gonna end badly for it. Not Jarrah's best luck. Spoken like a true union buster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Come at me, Pinkerton! (laughs) 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 Okay, so I'm going to take the butt of my gun and, like, crack it against this, um... Oh, my God. ...hard exterior to, like, break it off of her. (laughs) I love it. Roll to protect someone. All right. <laughs> By hitting them in the face. Look, you can't breathe. I don't have my key. I'm negative one weird until I get it back. <laughs> it's better than using the other side. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a seven. <laughs> so on a seven plus, you protect them okay, but you're going to suffer some <laughs> or all of the harm they were going to get. Okay. So I think you bring this pistol down and you chip away at this exterior. I think you do it a couple times. And on the third strike, the fundo yeah. just inverts. And now it's on your face. Oh, and Constance, geez. you stumble backwards and you catch your breath just oh. barely. And you oh. realize that now oh. JR is covered with fundo. Oh, jeez. Real comedy of errors over here. Alvin, you and and Buddy the Bear are still uh, engaged in a fierce melee in the back. What are you doing? I have his tummy plate. 
Yeah, I think you've torn away his soft, fuzzy, heart-shaped belly. And now there's just stuffing coming out from all sorts of angles. And he's sort of limping in a lumbering fashion towards you, trying to get a hold of you. Yeah, I'm he's just got push both myself arms away. outstretched in a yeah, big just... bear hug. Uh-huh. No, I'm just going to hold the tummy and just say, I'm keeping this, you jerk. I'm going to come over to uh, the other group, Constance and JR. Like, what's going on? What's going okay. on over here? Where did Tinsel go? You can hear Buddy lumbering after you. He's fine. <laughs> uh, We're on timeout now, buddy. I'll come back in a second. What's going on here? You run up to JR and Constance, and you see Constance hacking on the ground, and JR's face covered in a multicolored, pulsating, undulating ooze. Hmm. You guys got this? No! <coughs> no! Not at all! <coughs> no! No. Uh, Help! Okay. Can I try to sloosh the goop into a pitcher? With your, uh, with your claws? T- tell me a little with- more about how, how this is going <laughs> to... Get the goo off Because I need, I need to figure out how this yeah. is going to happen. So describe a so little we're bit in a more. Big di- we're in like a big, big catered dining room, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to grab a big empty pitcher of water, and I'm going to find a like cake wedge or a spatula of some sort <laughs> and then i'm just gonna like a serving spoon maybe i'm just gonna start swapping like slapping goops off of jr's head into the pitcher okay as okay. much as I, I was trying to get her face clear so she can breathe and once i get the goop in the pitcher i'm gonna turn it upside down on the table okay hold it there <laughs> jr i assume you're trying to free yourself as well yes so i think what this is going to be is jr i'm gonna have you act under pressure and alvin i'm gonna have you help out Ah, uh, nuts. All right. Uh, act under pressure. <laughs> do, do, do. That is... Because oh, okay. I don't know... I don't know if it's going to be super effective by itself, but together with JR's <laughs> of like, trying to free. Well, yeah. Well, that's a six. Well, I got a nine. Yeah! Okay. So, Alvin, your help out roll brings JR up to a seven, which is a mixed success. So I'm going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Okay. So I'm going to give you a hard choice. Uh, I think you can get it all off, but you're going to have to really like thrash around and just like claw at your face. And so you're going to injure yourself in some way, Mm -hmm. uh, or you're not going to get it all off and it's going to start to suffocate you. I will get it all off and like, you know, hurt myself in my confusion like a dumb Pokemon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I, will t- I will take that harm and that's, uh, I meant to harm now. Uh, it's actually not going to be a harm specifically, but it's okay. going to be a harm move. So um, you get all the, the ooze off. Alvin, I think you're able to, to trap it in this pitcher. The trouble or danger for you, the result of mm-hmm. your mixed success, is that you get it into this pitcher and you flip it upside down on the table, but it's hammering away at the confines. And if you don't keep holding it, it will escape. Great. And JR, you sort of scratched at your eyes enough trying to get this off that you're going to take minus one ongoing to anything that requires you to see a long distance away. So shooting at things far away, trying to spot something, anything like that. It's great. It's fine. Constance puts eye drops in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) So you've managed to trap this fundo ooze underneath a a water pitcher. Mm -hmm. But Buddy the Bear is closing in. And you can see from the dining hall, Stan has now completely left the building. And most of the miniature toys are filed out as well into the darkness. Oh, boy. 
moment of reprieve here. St- stay. Um, do we want to sh- bounce or we go home? We sh- no, 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 no. <laughs> workshop. I have not gotten this far to leave now. All right. We have we- unfinished business with the leader. We have one method of getting there real fast. I mean, last time we did it, we did crash hardcore into a tree. But down here at the bottom, there are more trees. So I'm trying to figure out how that logic makes sense. <laughs> I'm not hearing a positive here. I'm hearing a lot of negatives. Um, so I think if we believe in ourselves and work together. Believing in yourself is great and all, but um, <laughs> I've recently found something better. <laughs> is it drugs? It's called... No, we're not doing drugs. No, no, no. no. Not that kind of special. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's called magic and it's real. And I think someone here can do it. So I say we give those skis another try, but with a little something. With the power of friendship. What do you think? A magic tree plow. <laughs> I think we're not all on the same page. Oh. Um, you want me, to, you want me to magic the skis? I think skis. we should do magic. You want me to magic the yes. skis? All right. Well, you guys yes, know that please, I... Please, please, please. Wait, like it may not work as well because, you know, motherfucking tinsel. Can't be any worse than your aim. Your shooting aim. So, God you know. damn it. How we much We see the three more? of you bickering in <laughs> the confines of this restaurant. Alvin holding down the fundo ooze. <laughs> Constance and JR discussing their plan of attack. And Buddy the Bear from behind just thwomps right on top of Constance. <laughs> Why? We forgot about Buddy. <laughs> I said, hold it. Buddy, Buddy, I'll play with you later. Can I um, pull Buddy's eye off and shove the pitcher into his stuffing? You're not going to be able to get to Buddy without letting go of the pitcher. That is your current conundrum. Ah, That is the result of your mixed success. Constance, bring Buddy over here. I can't quite reach him. I start dragging across the floor. (laughs) JR, Uh, can you help push this big bear guy? I'll help push the big bear guy. Just a little bit closer. I'm pushing I'm pushing Buddy the bear. So the bear is pancake Constance onto the floor, and Constance, <laughs> you're trying to like crawl away, and Jer, you're pushing the two of them towards Alvin. <laughs> I'm trying to crawl towards Alvin. Yeah. He called to With me. the bear on top. <laughs> it's like we're yeah. playing the worst game of Twister. <laughs> okay. Uh Oh, it's really sad. <laughs> Sorry, Quinn. I'm just We're trying to figure out. It's got to be a roll, but I don't know what. Fan. I don't know what it is. So technically, I'm manipulating someone. I'm just doing it no. with my hands. No. Wait, wait, wait. Is it not though? Literally acting under pressure. Oh, I can't. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, you sold me. Yeah, if for that reason alone, you're literally acting under the pressure of Buddy the Bear. <laughs> All right. Then JR, you're All helping All right. Out. I mean, there's no rule of act under bear, but that's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Hoofa toofa, friends. That's not a three. It's not a four, but it is a five. All right. Okay. I'm going to try to help out. Yeah. Right. You, you we'll committed in your six. narrative actions, although you, yes. you can't actually get her to a success. <laughs> But I'm cheering. Uh, so that is a 10. Okay, so you do help Ooh. her out. I push really hard. Alvin, you could help out to get Constance to a 7, but it would require letting go of the fundo ooze. Well, here's what I'll do. I'm holding the fundo ooze down on a table, right? Yeah. I pull the whole table over. 
Yeah, okay. If you want to try to shift the table over while holding on to the ooze, go ahead and roll to help out. But, you know, <sighs> if it goes badly... Yeah, why do I keep choosing all these rolls that I'm bad at? Lucky dice! No. Six. Okay. End result. Constance, you're at a six, which is a failure. JR, you're at a ten, which is a complete success, so you're fine. Alvin, you're at a six for your help out, which means something bad happens. So, Constance, I think you're trying to slither away up from underneath Buddy, and he just wraps you up in his arms and gives you a big friendly Christmas hug. Uh, and you take one harm as you feel one of your ribs pop. Jesus! <laughs> Alvin, you try to slide the table while also yeah. keeping a hand on the ooze, and the table kind of slips out from under you, and the ooze pops up, and then ah, nuts. starts slithering off towards the exit of the dining hall. Ah, little sneaky bastard. I think we gotta go. Constance, I need a... Yeah, I think I think we need to... I think I think it is beyond time that we got the fuck out of here. Don't you guys think? I mean, Constance is literally yep. in a bear hug on the ground. Yeah, yeah I can't true. move. Well, I am also just shy of being unstable, my friend. Well, I don't have my impediment anymore. I'm gonna take that bear off of Constance. She already suffered the harm, so it's going to be a kick some ass. I attack the bear. Nine. On a seven and nine, you inflict harm as established. So, Alvin, how do you want to destroy Buddy the Bear? Our gentle giant. I, yes. Our gentle I think, communist yes. giant. Our gentle giant who's done a lot of harm to everybody. I think I pull its head back, and then with my claws, I will gouge out the last hard pieces of this dog toy <laughs> and pull out those little beady eyes. And as you do so... And then just, and just, and then just shake it back and that forth faint in my teeth. holiday twinkle goes out. And Buddy the Bear is an inert pile of stuffing. I accidentally swallow some of the stuffing. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Do you then, like, go over to a corner and yak it up later? Yeah, but we could deal with that later. Okay. <laughs> that's at Constance's place. That's, that's back at home. Yeah. Okay. So now it is just the three of you in this back restaurant area, the kids area, as the Fundo Ooze slithers and snakes its way out of the dining hall into the cool winter air. What do the three of you do? Go find the magic or to the, the workshop. Yeah, we got to go get the yeah. skis. So, Constance, you crawl out from the refuse that was Buddy the Bear, um, and the three of you make your way out. It's dark outside the resort, although the lights are on, and you can see some of the ski runs are still lit up on the mountainside. And uh, just a few short feet away, you can see Stan Ski Stand. We run over there and search around for the turbo skis. I mean, Alvin, you know where to look, so I'm not going to make you roll. Mm -hmm. uh, you find the Vibro skis hidden That's in the, right. the back room of Stan Ski Stand, and uh, you pull them out in all of their horrible tech glory. They shine in the darkness. There's a bunch of lights that I didn't know were there before. Okay, sure. But now in the darkness, you can see all the blinking green and red lights. It's Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess... I can put the skis on if people want to, like, stand one on each ski and hang on. Yeah, I'm going to do, like, the little kid that, like, wraps both hands around their dad's leg kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, we could, like, three in a row be in the middle and you could be on front and back with a foot on either ski and I'll just try to keep them straight. Wait, how many skis sure. are there? It's just one pair of skis. 
There's one I pair of vibro so. skis. Yeah, for all three. Yeah, of we're us. all yeah. gonna get on. Yeah. Which is why we Hop definitely on. need that magic, yo. Grab a ski. <laughs> but there's and stand on it. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. So who's locking? Who is going to like use get the ski boots and lock in? And who's going in the front? And who's going in the back? I have experience with these skis. Okay, so you're gonna be I've done them once. Actually, we're holding on for dear we're holding life, on. Yes. Okay, all right. Well, if I'm you're g- behind me, I'll hit the tree first. So <laughs> that okay. is true. That's probably better. Well, uh, then how about this? I, I've got an idea. So I'll be like right behind Alvin, and I'll have my arms like wrapped around you, like like if I was riding behind a motorcycle. And then Constance, I think maybe you right behind me, and you've got your arms around <laughs> around me as well. Yep. Um, and I'm going to try and do magic to make... Okay, so Constance, in your experience skiing outdoors, what do you think (laughs) would be the best thing to, if I, in theory, make these skis better or make it less likely that we die on our way to the toy factory to crush some class rebellion? In your experience. What would be the best thing to do to the skis? Given um, everything <laughs> this, I've seen, I guess maybe if you chestnut. could create, if you could create some sort of um, like magical slow stopping mechanism, uh, so breaks. that yeah, breaks. That's true. Okay. That was the missing um, part. So a, a magical e-break, if you will, a magical That's e-break. That's what we need. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do that, and I have taken and your maybe advice. a steering wheel of some kind. <laughs> I mean, I think Alvin's the steering wheel. Isn't that how skis work? I'm a professional. (laughs) So just so I have this, just so I have this right. (laughs) For our eulogy. The three of you are going to chain, chain hold on to Alvin as he activates the vibro skis. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So before we get too deep into this, (laughs) I have a principle as the keeper that I'm a fan of your characters. (laughs) <laughs> but not their actions. <laughs> and as a fan of your characters, and as reasonable characters who would see things in their surroundings, Stan's Ski Stand also has a number of sleds, uh, toboggans. So, but wait, we do get this whole thing set up first. <laughs> oh, we get tied up. Like, we tie with the rope. Yeah, we're, we're all pulling. tied up, ready to go. And right before Alvin hits the button. I think Constance probably takes one last right, look right at the Right before shift. JR is there, is tries a... to make the magic happen. Yeah. Okay, so let's untie her. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> this is hey. going to be fun. You all are legendary. Happy. You all are welcome to pursue whatever strategy you want in terms of mobility. I just want to make sure that you know all the irrelevant information that your characters would know. Which it's is okay. that there it's are several slight, sleds there as well. It's just a slight Quinn. it's a slight variation on the plan. Quinn. We still need that rope. You just sure, like, this sure. would have been so magical though. Like the three <laughs> If we you had died, died on the you probably died, died on the holiday special. <laughs> I have a broken rib already. New campaign, new characters. <gasps> R.I.P. Oh, Cards. That's how go. it happened. TPK in our holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so still we pretty much the same ourselves. plan though, I think. Yeah, we still need the rope, though. We need to tie that to me and attach it to the to, to sled. the sled. And yes. I would still like brakes on these skis. So, plan is uh, still pretty uh, much Quinn, can you paint us a picture? Like, is this like a sled that's like um, 
Like, does it have, like, rails on it? Is it, like, one of those tumble tubs? Like, what kind of sled are we talking about? And if you need to stop and Google. I'm gonna flip it back on you. What kind of sled do you think Stan would have? Oh. I think Stan would have? Oh, oh. fucking righteous. Yeah. Righteous <laughs> sled? It's, it's okay. gotta be, like, state-of-the-art sled. I mean, he may have, like, maybe as a display item, he might have, like, a alpine, like, wood and red I think maybe Red we have to have thing. a toboggan. Like, would that not be the coolest fucking thing? Kind of a variation on like yes. Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. It's a toboggan. Okay. You have found a, a Calvin and Hobbes style toboggan and you have lashed it to Alvin. Right. Yes. In a sort of one coyote open sleigh situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Standard procedure. Uh, I'm going to do some magic first, though, on the skis to try and give him a break. And uh, I am taking Constance's advice. So that's a plus <laughs> yeah. one, right? That's how that, is that how that works? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is how that works. All right. So here we go. Once well, a seven. So it works imperfectly. You chose your effect and choose a glitch. And I will decide what effect the glitch has. I will take it draws immediate unwelcome attention. There's so many ways I could go with this. Oh my goodness. This is not words I want to hear you say. <laughs> Let me flip through my Rolodex of bad people to know about what JR is doing. <laughs> I've given you a gift, Quinn, and I don't like it. I know. It. I, don't, I, I just don't want to squander it. What do you do when a gift horse looks you in the mouth? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with my gut. So, JR, as you're doing this, you see in the distance down the highway mm-hmm. the flashing lights of police sirens. Yeah. And you see two squad cars are headed your way oh, from the right. Firmament Police Department. Great. You called him, didn't you? I did call You him. see a third car as well. Uh-oh. It is an unmarked black SUV. Oh, no. <laughs> That's never good. That's not good. You estimate they'll be here in about five minutes. We should go, y'all, like, now. And also, when we're done with this, I may need to leave quickly, just as a heads up. Yes, the brakes work. Let's go. Oakley doakley. Beep. Where are the three of you going? To the workshop. workshop. To the workshop. Do Do we not know where where that is? is? Do no. I not know? Do I not know where that is? Uh, you tell me. Would you know where Stan's workshop is? I expect Stan has probably taken me to the workshop because he seems like the kind of person who would w- want to show off stuff he's doing there. Okay, I buy it. You know that the workshop is kind of around the perimeter of the mountain base. If you take mm-hmm. the um, quick, somebody give me the name of a uh, cross country route. Oh, the Northwestern. Okay, if you take the Northwestern route, it'll get you most of the way there, although it does lead through the Terrain Park. Dope, dope, dope. Fucking rad. The Let's terrain kick it. Park? Yeah, fucking jumps and half pipes. And- oh! Okay. <laughs> We're gonna do some, We're gonna yeah. some sick, sick tricks. Sick, sick tricks. Sweet Hang on to your tabottoms. Tr- oh. <laughs> oh. Alvin, you should be a ski instructor. There are so many finger guns going off. That's right. (laughs) Hey folks, Quinn here. So we were supposed to have our guest narrator for the whole holiday special, 
But he said he had urgent business across the globe and then just winked at me as he walked out. I don't know, kind of unprofessional if you ask me. Anyway, welcome back to the second half of our Monster Hour Holiday Spectacular. I hope the gang's merriment and mayhem have you properly filled with Yuletide joy. And speaking of the holiday spirit, I have a special ask for you this week. And it has nothing to do with tweets or reviews or anything like that. This holiday season, I'd ask you to go out of your way to support the people in your life doing creative things, no matter how big or small. It's exhilarating and exhausting and intimidating work, and your support will mean more to them than you ever know. So go see a show, read a story, admire a painting, whatever they put their time and heart and soul into, take a moment to appreciate it. It's the best gift that you could give them, and it undermines the real monster that is the growing commercialization of the holidays. One last programming note before we get back into it. Although we were able to stuff your stocking with this episode coming out a week early, we are otherwise going to stick to our regular release schedule. Uh, That means our third feature-length mystery will kick off on January 14th. Until then, from our group of lovable rascals to yours, stay festive and stay weird. So, Alvin, you turn on the vibro skis, and with a resinous frequency, they come to life, and you start slicing your way through the snow, drawing J.R. and Constance behind you in a Calvin and Hobbes toboggan, and you take off down the Norwestern Trail, away from the lodge and the resort, towards Stan's workshop. As you're carving your way through the near-midnight darkness, scarcely illuminated by the occasional overhead floodlight, a soft flitter of snow begins to fall. And as it does so, ever so faintly you can hear this hum. And slowly the hum turns into Ride of the Valkyries. (laughs) And up ahead, you can see... The holiday drone, Tinsel the Elf, and the Play-Doh Ooze riding inside, with a dozen miniature toys hanging off the exterior Mad Max style, carving their way towards the terrain park in the distance. Jeez. Oh, the chase is on. They're going pretty quickly. The drone isn't flying super high, but it is off the ground, and so they're making good time as they surge forward. How do you catch up? Uh, well, it's, I mean, clearly the best shortcut through a terrain park is up the jumps. I have a broken rib! Hang tight! Uh, Here's what we can do. We got the terrain park. Terrain park's downhill. We can flank these guys. So I'm going to untie the rope as we're approaching the terrain park. And I look back. Who's sitting in front in the toboggan? Uh, I am. Mm. Constance is behind me. Okay. I just look back and, and just shout, Pincer move! Pincer move? Oh, I don't know what that means. And as I go down the right side, I'll pull the rope and send the sled speeding down the left side. What? I fucking love it. Okay, (laughs) so Alvin, you are sort of slingshotting them around the terrain park, and then you're going through it. Yep. Holy shit, okay. Man, do you you think I could get to that helicopter in a cool air flip? So, Alvin, you do this maneuver. You roller derby style sling yeah, that's the toboggan <laughs> yeah, that's it. sort of around the terrain park. And you, like the run on the Death Star, start pursuing the holiday drone and tinsel the elf in through a half pipe. And so I need Alvin, you to roll act under pressure. 
as you navigate the terrain park. And JR, you said you're in, in the front? Yeah, Constance is behind As you me. try with sort of limited options to to steer. Um, let's, let's resolve Alvin first. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, would you say that this half pipe is any sort of phenomenon? <laughs> Uh, I would not. <laughs> it is a uh, um, sadly a rather mundane. I know. I, I hate to deny you as soon as you've hey, taken this move, but hey, you know how some people when they're talking about how to do tricks and cool stuff on like on like skis and things, and they say like you have to attack the mountain. I do understand that saying. Okay, so can I like attack this half pipe? Oh my! You you certainly may. It won't get you any closer to the holiday drone, but you can <laughs> yeah, attack it. I sure can attack it. Um. No, I'm going to try to do a cool flip with my minus one. (laughs) That's a four. Alvin, here's what I'll give you. You're on the vibro skis. They have brakes now. You're living your... You're living your best self. You're sailing through. Your tongue's lolling out. Sarah can see me now. Got your head out the window. It's great. And you know what? You do a sick flip. You do. Yeah. You do a sick flip in the half pipe and the holiday drone banks up and the Play-Doh ooze, the Fundo ooze, launches itself off and latches onto your face and you go tumbling through the snow onto the ground. God damn it. And the drone continues forward and there's a Ride of the Valkyrie stops for just a moment and there's a... (laughs) And then it keeps going. JR and Constance, you're sailing around the side of the terrain park, and you see Alvin crest out of the half pipe, do like a sick like grab, and then just gets slammed by the fundo ooze and goes tumbling down back in. <laughs> oh, womp womp! Ooh, you hate to see that. Oh, that's gonna hurt him with the judges. Yep. <laughs> uh, what are the two of you doing? Good question. So I think we've established. You're sailing pretty much out of control in this toboggan. Yes. Um, yeah, 100%. Because it does not have, there, there's really not much steering unless we stick our legs out. So I think maybe we could steer a little bit by leaning one way, one way to one side or the other. Um, and my, yeah. my hope is that we are able to successfully steer and not flip the fucking sled like in a barrel roll. Yeah, so JR, you're going to be rolling to act under pressure because you're in the lead, and Constance, you can help out uh, from the rear. Perfect. All right. Okay. That is... Uh, It's a seven. And Constance? I got a six. Okay. A worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay? Or too hard. One of you is falling out of the sled. Ah. Jeez. JR, you get to pick because you're the one who is acting under pressure. Uh-huh. If you choose Constance, she's going to suffer harm. If you choose yourself, you're not going to suffer harm, but she's going to have a hard time because she's not in control, controlling the sled. Oh my God. I'll fall out of the sled. Okay. Aww. We'll both have broken ribs. Great. How do you think it plays out? So here's what I'm envisioning happens. We're going down, we're doing fine, we're leaning, we're steering the sled, and then we hit one of those little moguls. And so the toboggan becomes airborne briefly, but we don't hit it straight on, we hit it to the side. And so as it goes airborne, it startles me enough that I fall off. 
So JR, you fall out of the toboggan and Constance, you land and you're still hurtling forward and JR is just not there anymore. <laughs> I scoot up. I scoot up and play. Okay, you so scoot up I... and grab the reins, which aren't attached to anything, but it gives you comfort. <laughs> yeah, you know, any sense of control Safety. I can get. Safety at this blanket. Point. As you attempt to regain control, you can see tinsel aboard the holiday drone, which is lit up in green and red and white, sailing off out of the terrain park into the darkness. Uh, I I, I kind of lean back, try to regain control, and I'm going to try to slow down and stop. To make sure that JR is okay. <laughs> I think trying to stop it is going to be another act under pressure. But how are, how are you trying to stop? Because you're still, you don't have brakes or much control. Doesn't it have, oh, I guess the Vibroskis. The Vibroskis <laughs> have brakes. Dang brakes. it, we didn't. But I found a novel way of stopping. Well, yeah. Um, okay, I think what I'm going to try to do to stop is... I'm going to lean on my knowledge of skiing and snow sports in general. And if there's moguls around, I'm going to try to steer myself into either a big one to try to just slow down. Because the, the more you go over those, you're going to like kind of jump up and lose some momentum and slow. Yeah, so I guess that's my only plan because I'm not going to run into a tree and <laughs> I don't know how else I would... So you're going to try to run into a large mogul basically to stop the sled. Yep, I'm sure it won't hurt at all. <laughs> and this is the an act under pressure. The dice will determine that. Yeah, it's an act under yeah. pressure. Ah, oh, boy. Howdy. Um, We're getting a lot of XP this, this episode. That's I know, you've got like... Goodness I have gracious. now leveled up. Yeah, I was going to say. I have now leveled up. So, yeah, you stop. You do. You stop. You go right into the mogul. And you're completely buried under snow. Oh, no. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. I heard that uh, cold is good for, like, slowing down wounds and bleeding. So that's probably nice. Also living, but, you know. It's like an ice pack for your ribs. Yeah. Alvin. Yeah. You have crash landed into the half pipe. The rainbow dough ooze is all up in your grill. Literally. It's in your mouth. Yep. It tastes Can bad. I bite it? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll to kick some ass. Great. I'm going to eat this thing. Seven. Uh, you inflict harm as established. Yep. So you rend and tear through this fun dough ooze and blue and purple and red and green and yellow are scattered all over the snow. And then as you stand there panting, they start to snake their way back together. Stomp it all into the snow. Stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> Bury it. Hmm. <laughs> so you're stomping on it and you stomp one like little bit into the ground. And then you go to stomp another one and you can see from your periphery it pop up. And you're basically playing whack-a-mole with the ooze in this half pipe. Okay, I grab one piece and eat it. <laughs> I am at a loss. I have what does no, it I taste have like? Inside. I have what no words. What does it taste like? Salty dough? Does it taste like dough? Like, like glue? Maybe it's kind of gluey? You know yeah. what I want? You know what I think I want you to do, Alvin? Yeah. I want you to roll me a no limits as you try to ingest sentient, not (laughs) Play-Doh, 
as it like wriggles in your intestines. Ah! So you just start like grabbing bits of this dough and shoving it in your mouth and roll no limits for me. Great. Three, three, six, three, nine. There's a negative consequence to your no limits. Uh, I'm going to take take minus one forward off the table for this. You either are going to oh. suffer one harm or you're going to need to rest right now as a consequence of eating the fun <laughs> dough ooze. have to <laughs> take a minute to barf them up. Eating our enemies, that's never something we thought about. Um, I'm doing okay. I'll take a harm. So you take one harm as this ooze in your gut, in your tum-tum, yeah. just starts yeah. like punching at your intestines. Yeah, I punch back. I'm sorry, you're punching <laughs> your own stomach. Well, you heard yeah. him. Yeah. You heard okay. him. No, he's punching the sentient being inside his stomach. Yeah. There's a difference. Okay. You've got some indigestion as you um, dissolve this living <laughs> dough clay You could use abomination. some Tums. You could use a Tums. That'd be great. But you are now- Not a sponsor. Stand- <laughs> not a sponsor. Uh, you are now standing alone in the half pipe. Are my skis broken? Uh, No. Great. I don't think I have any idea what's gone on with the toboggan. So I'll get the skis and I'll climb out of the half pipe. So Alvin, you crest the ridge of the half pipe and you can see a short distance away from the terrain park, a snow angel skid mark where JR is lying. And a short distance away, a mogul that looks like it's sort of been enhanced in stature, (laughs) but no sign of the toboggan. And then the far distance, you can see the red and green twinkle of the holiday drone sailing into the distance. What do you do? Okay, so our plan wasn't the best. It was barely a plan at all. <laughs> JR, are you okay? I'm fine. Is Constance in that mogul? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Constance is getting hard to breathe. I start trying to dig out Constance. You're able to do so without a great deal of effort. Is the toboggan broken? The toboggan <laughs> is not in the best shape. Is it snowworthy though? It's snowworthy still. I mean, what's the worst that can happen now? We already crashed it. How? Yeah. How far are we from the from the workshop? You're about halfway there. Terrain park's about halfway. Ugh. Okay. Well, let's suit up again. <laughs> uh, where we go? <laughs> so you set off into the into the inky blackness. You've now escaped the warm comforts of the occasional floodlight that is illuminating the main slopes. And now all you have to guide you is the faint twinkle up ahead of the holiday drone and Tinsel the toy elf. How do you catch up? I think you gotta vibro ski your way. Yeah, open open the vents. <laughs> Are you coyoting up? Yeah, I'll coyote up. All right, no limits for me. Be a good roll this time. Oh, shit. 14, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Enough bullshit. Let's get this guy. Constance and JR, the two of you write the toboggan and you lash Alvin to it and (laughs) you can see his muscles bulge (laughs) and hair just burst forward and his face gets a little red and his nose gets a little ruddy and you can swear it's glowing just ever so faintly as he tears off. And you're quickly gaining ground on the holiday drone, which is good because as you approach it, you can see Stan's workshop, a shoddy looking shack with all manner of weird accoutrements and accessories sticking out and adorning it in the 
distance. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So what do you do as you start to draw close? You're maybe like 20 feet away from the, the drone. I'm going to shoot the drone. Okay. Roll to act under pressure. You are going to take the minus one for having scratched up your eyes. God damn it. All right. <laughs> oh, no. It's a six. <laughs> uh, is that a geez. fail? That's a fail. Can you help her yeah. aim? Yeah. If one of you can explain how you help out, Alvin, I don't know how you possibly could at this point. Not but, me, um, no. Oh, Constance, if you oh. can just explain like how you help arm. out. Okay, here's how I help out. You know, JR, I've read a little bit about moving combat via wagons in an old, old Western book that my boonie left me. And when you are moving and your target is moving, you really want to aim a little higher and in front of where you would be so that you can shoot the gold snatchers they call them gold snatchers in the book because a lot of this has to do with stealing gold from people um (laughs) but i think the same principle applies what's that book called i mean it's not actually an act under pressure from you it's a help out so you don't have to come up with a title that's fair uh is that helpful jr i hope so let's see see (laughs) yeah i was gonna say let's see how fucking helpful it is oh Oh, god good jesus Oh, Here, that's a four. Okay, so that's an experience point for me. Yeah, it's an experience point for both of you. Yay. I have now leveled up and then some. Uh, I'm throwing those dice away. They're going in the trash. All right, so Quinn, what's the consequence? Uh, Well, I need two consequences, really, because yeah. you both failed. Don't like oh, this. So, JR, you take a shot and you miss, and the drone holds up a little bit like slows down and then lifts off the ground and a dozen toy soldiers drop off and parachute down onto the toboggan and now your toboggan (laughs) is swarming with toy soldiers. Oh my god, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Maybe we should go home. I was saying. (laughs) And Constance, I think as they're swarming over the toboggan, two of them grab your backpack and (gasps) they like grab your backpack and then they stand on the edge of the toboggan and just stare directly at you and then do like the super intense like backwards fall without looking. No! <laughs> and you see your Instagram backpack go tumbling off the toboggan in the distance. Oh, oh damn. Um, mm, mm, what do you do? I go after it. <laughs> I go after it. I go after it. I go after it. You're just like leaping off the toboggan after it? Yeah, why not? If Constance dies in the holiday special, they're all going to blame you, not me. So, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. yeah, I go after it. Um, it's not a move. There's no harm. But you you jump off the toboggan and it leaves you behind. That's all right. Uh, JR and Alvin, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to try to jump and attack the drone's props. I'll just try to grab the propeller. <laughs> yeah, roll the kick some ass. I do a leap. Nine. So you're attacking with your claws? These are claws, yeah. So you inflict two harm. You rake at the undercarriage of the drone as it is above you, and you shred it pretty good. Like, you can see through the bottom of the drone, like, up through it. It, in turn, turns two little sort of, like, tiny toy cannons downward, and a blast of glitter shoots out. 
and I need you to roll to act under pressure for me. And this one will, your new move, your supernatural weird move, uh, it will qualify. Yes, I knew toys. As you attempt to resist the ensorceling, enchanting nature of this glitter. Oh, I've been here before. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely something I've experienced before. That is seven and three is ten. Uh, you are completely unaffected by the sparkling strafe that is expelled outwards towards you. I also want to quick release the rope tethering me to the sleigh. So basically, you're sending the toboggan forward towards the workshop? I'm setting it free so that it doesn't like get pulled around as I'm eventually crashing, I'm sure. So you send it forward towards the workshop, and the drone, which had sort of been overhead, now takes off further towards the workshop as well. And the toboggan and the drone sputtering as it's been damaged are less than a minute away from reaching the workshop. JR, what are what are you doing? Okay, so there's a bunch of toy soldiers, like, on me? Yeah, they're crawling all over the toboggan. Like, how big are these soldiers? Mm, three inches tall. Okay, like, this is a Gulliver's Travel situation. Yeah. But they have not tied me down. And if I recall correctly, they attempt to tie Gulliver down and he just, like, rips up. So I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to pay these tiny little soldiers any mind because they're tiny. And if they get on me, I'm just going to pluck them off and throw them into the snow. Yeah, one of them sticks you with a bayonet. Ow! It's like <laughs> if someone like stuck you with a like a like a, like a needle yeah. or a toothpick. Yeah. Yeah, I just got assaulted by the business end of one of those tiny little drink umbrellas. It's fine. Yeah. I grab the one that stabbed me and I hold it up and I look at it in its tiny little eyes and then I throw it <laughs> as far as I can into the snow. So I'm gonna keep like the the toboggan is going right. So yeah, you and the the holiday drone are like neck and neck careening towards the workshop okay so how close now is the drone to me uh it's probably like five feet all right i'm gonna shoot it and guess what this is not long distance looking five feet is not long distance so i'm gonna shoot it with my gun roll to kick some ass all right uh it's a seven so you inflict harm as established you train your revolver on the drone and you shoot it and you clip it in the engine and uh like green and red puff of smoke comes out And it starts listing towards the side and careening towards the workshop. As you do that, you see Tinsel the elf finally appear, and he leans over along the side and points the key at you, and a beam of light shoots towards you and strikes you in the chest for two harm. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? And as he does that, the drone crashes right in front of the workshop, and you can see Tinsel in all of his festive glory standing before the (laughs) workshop holding... A big bag that has a decidedly body-shaped look to it. Stan. And he <gasps> turns and starts running into the workshop. I'm running after him. And I no limits pick up consonants. I'm also running down towards you, so yeah, yeah. you can close the gap. Yeah, I don't think you need to know limits. It's um I'm just trying to expediate the Yeah, the getting thing to us get down back. there. Okay. If you want to do it super quickly, you can roll no limits. Double time. Let's do it. 11. You blast off and you grab Constance and with your vibro skis, you just run over the two miniature toys that are (laughs) holding her her Instagram backpack and you pick her up and you put her on your shoulders and you blast off towards the workshop and you arrive just seconds after JR does and Tinsel the toy elf throws the door open and hauls this bag inside with him and looks at the three of you 
and says, Peace was never an option! <laughs> and hurls himself into the workshop. Hey, Constance? Yeah? Do you have that magic knife of yours in that bag? So I'm going to roll to pull that out. Okay. Whatever it is that Alvin wants to do. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Such such good things. That's a nine. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. No more XP. Uh, for preparedness, what is it on a seven to nine? On a ten plus, you have it right here now. On a seven to nine, you... Oh, wait. Sorry. It is not a nine because it's roll plus sharp, which is my three. That is a 12. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Whoa. On a 10 plus, you have it right here, right now. So, boo, yeah. yeah. You pull a magic dagger out from your Instagram backpack. <laughs> Look, there's things I keep finding as I clean the studio. <laughs> yes, you do. It is a one harm close, because you can throw it, magic weapon. Sweet. That's good to see. I just want to make sure we all got something to- <laughs> armed up as we-, <laughs> as we storm this house. Okay, so- Tinsel is in the workshop. What do the three of you do? Do we want to have a strategy? I mean, I I want my key back. If I doubt magic that little shit, I will. Can you magic up your gun? Yeah, I could try to enchant a weapon. Yeah, we're going in. I'm just wondering if there's also other doors or windows. Oh, to like ambush? So Stan's workshop is a small structure, one story. Uh, you would estimate from how large it is on the outside, like maybe one, maybe two rooms. There are some windows. And Alvin, I think you would know there's also a back door in addition to the front door that Tinsel has entered. Okay. One of us, I think, should go through the back. I can do the back. I think that makes sense as a surprise, too, because last time Tinsel saw you, you were off the toboggan. That's right. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to try to enchant my gun. Okay. Roll these magic. (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm going to break your gun. (laughs) I mean, that's what will happen, probably, if it doesn't... Um, that's a nine. Uh, so there's a glitch. I think the glitch is going to be that there is a problematic side effect. Mm. I know, I just keep handing you a guess. Okay. I'm fucking Santa Claus. That came out <laughs> <Candle> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, JR, what do you say? So normally, you know, I've got kind of a one word command that I usually do, but got three harm. I don't have my key with me. I'm not thinking super clearly. So I think I'm just kind of muttering, I want to fuck up that little shitty elf and I want to get my fucking key back. As I'm like waving my hand over the gun. You're waving your hand over the gun and it starts to glow. Mm -hmm. And from the workshop, you see this light also starting to glow. And this brilliant illumination is coming from the house as well. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Did I just make tinsel? <sighs> well, no time like the present. Charge? Let's do it. I charge straight through the door. As do okay. I. Go through the back. So, JR and Alvin, you burst through the front, and Constance, you throw open the door to the back, and you see Stan's workshop in all of its glory. There's dozens and dozens and dozens of half-assembled toys and ideas and sketches up on the walls. You see a bunch of schematics for strange inventions, most of which you don't recognize. Some of them appear to be vaguely related to skiing. You see a prototype for the vibro skis up on like the main board. And you see Tinsel standing at a workstation, and he's got the key pointed at this. Give me like a, give me a Christmas toy. Give me like a, a classic Christmas toy or any toy that would be hilarious if it was 
half finished. Uh, a tickle me Elmo. No, that's probably copyright. Uh. <laughs> where, a, a tickle me Elmo where like the head doesn't have the fur on it yet. A Furby, a Furby, a Furby. And you see this strange, almost cube-like fur-covered creature with a beak and Tinsel taps the key on it and it gives us damn it. No! Dug our own damn grave. Those things are smart too, that's a problem. And says, hey, I'm a freebie! (laughs) (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. And it outfolds its wings and gives a giant flap and lifts off the ground. Wait. It says, I'm a freebie, won't you take care of me? Take care of me! And it flies towards <laughs> JR and Alvin. And you can see wriggling on the ground in front of Tinsel is this bag, this <gasps> plush red velvet oh, no. bag. And whatever is inside is straining against its contents. <gasps> what do you do? I dodge the freebie and I dive for the bag. I'm gonna shoot at Tinsel. Because I think if I kill Tinsel, the magic over all of the toys will be broken. Especially if you get that key back. Yes. So I'm going to shoot at Tinsel. Does anyone want to read a bad situation? I've been really bad at asking if you want to do um, that. Uh, this is this that. is a bad yeah. situation. Yeah, Constance, why don't you do that first? I can do that. Yeah. Has anyone noticed me? I mean, I guess this falls into You've reading a bad situation. It, yeah. yeah. So let me see. Eight. So you get to hold one. Uh, and the questions, again, just because it's been a while. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What is most vulnerable to me? What is the best way to protect the victims? Um, I'm going to say, what's most vulnerable to me? Where where can I do the most damage here? Mm. What is most vulnerable to you are the toys that have not yet been given life. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a roundabout way of answering two questions. But the biggest threat here is that this workshop is filled with comrades waiting (laughs) to be woken. (laughs) Potential comrades. Uh, I start stabby stabbing. I see Alvin and JR handling business up front. I'm going to take care of our future problems. So yeah, I am just going around stabbing things with the dagger and kicking and punching and sitting on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, whatever I can do to just completely decimate the half-made toys until okay. someone catches me. <laughs> just wrecking the place. Yeah, I'm yeah. wrecking. I'm going, you know what? I'm treating this like a free, uh, one of those damage rooms. Oh, like a smash like room? A, a rage room. room. Rage a rage room. Rooms. I am treating this like my own personal rage room. <laughs> okay. Constance, go ahead and roll to kick some ass. It's more like a wreck it move. Yeah. Just to see like how much you destroy while everyone else is doing stuff. Ooh, for me and how bad I am at that, that's not bad. That's a six. <laughs> well, that's still a failure. Yeah. So you're going around this room and you're like, you're trying to think of how to destroy things and you're not coming up with a lot. You're stabbing toys, but you realize that stabbing them doesn't do much when they're not animated and don't have vital organs. You take a toy and you sit on it and nothing happens. And your attempts at destroying these toys that are not yet animated are are not super successful. Mm -hmm. J.R. Alvin? I'm going to dive for the bag, try to dodge freebie. I think it's going to be a protect someone, actually, because you're protecting. I think we can all acknowledge here that Stan is in the bag. 
<laughs> oh yeah. This is a clear clearly a bag stand situation. Yes. So go ahead and roll yeah. Go ahead and roll to protect someone. Seven. You reach the bag and then you take your claws and very carefully and deftly just shred it to bits and stand with a piece of duct tape, but like duct tape that's Christmas themed, so it's got little like holiday wreaths on it. Um <laughs> over his mouth is wriggling against the bonds that he is currently trapped in. And as you free Stan, the freebie soars by and rakes its claws over you for two harm. Now, two. JR. Okay, I'm gonna shoot Tinsel. Roll a kick mass. Shoot Tinsel with a magic gun. So that's a seven. You inflict harm as established, so your enchanted gun now deals two harm, right? It is two harm plus magic. So you pull out your gun and Tinsel raises the key and this shimmering barrier appears Mm -hmm. and your bullet just smashes right through it and strikes Tinsel right in the chest. And Tinsel staggers backwards and then he moves the key and gives a flourish and this beam of light shoots out towards you. And this time it's not just a beam of light, but there's two twin circling beams around it in red and green and it hits you for three harm. Are you kidding me, Quinn? Yeah. You enchanted the dang key. That's the side effect. Uh, I'm one away uh, from dying, just so you all know. (laughs) And Tinsel falls back onto a workbench and is sort of staggered. Yeah, you better be. And looks at you, JR, and says, You'll never stop the movement. (laughs) I am going to kill you, Tinsel. You'll never leave a legacy. (laughs) So I am like bleeding or crispy uh, i'm not sure the flea bag jumpsuit yeah. is a total loss at this point it's ruined you know what i kind of see this happen i'm like nothing's working here uh, go for broke i'm going to um pearl the dagger at tinsel roll the kicks mask yeah. hey 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 that is a seven and that technically counts <laughs> as yes! success yes yes <laughs> Constance kicked some ass. Constance did a stab. So you throw the dagger, and once again, this shimmering barrier appears in front of Tinsel, but the dagger just slices through it like a hot knife through butter, and it embeds in Tinsel's torso. I jump up for joy. I don't even care if people like are paying more attention to me now. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> is, is Tinsel dead? Um, and then Tinsel turns, and I think the beam is just like a continuous beam. And it collides with Constance for three harm. Cool. I'm one away from dying as well. Right there with you, JR. Dying buddies. And this this holiday, this solstice beam is just carving up Stan's workshop. And walls are starting to crumble as you are engaged in this fierce melee. That was kind of Constance's plan originally. Yeah. Destroy all the... Yeah. Well, I free Stan. You tear away the the ropes that are binding him, and you pull off that little bit of duct tape, the holiday duct tape, and stands like Alvin. Alvin, he's out of control, man. What you the gotta hell stop did him. you do, Stan? I didn't do anything. He was just a toy elf. Oh right, it was the dang kid. Okay, yeah. I thought I could reason with him. Well, you might want to just <laughs> lie low then. <laughs> Tinsel. <laughs> Distract him. Good idea. You were meant to bring joy. <laughs> you were the chosen toy. <laughs> You were meant to bring balance to the ski lodge, not destroy it. (laughs) Continue. 
Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a, a feint like I am leaping to attack Tinsel to get him to kind of hold up his key to make the shield. And then I'm twisting my body and I'm reaching for the key itself. Roll to act under pressure. Now, this is a magical phenomenon. It is indeed. <laughs> big money, big money. Eight plus three is 11. Woo! Yeah! Gimme. You deftly maneuver around this holiday beam, this wreath of energy, and you get right up next to Tinsel and you pry the key from his warm, fuzzy hands. And you are holding JR's key. Woo! I toss it to JR. Oh, my key. I don't feel very good, guys. <laughs> As you. <laughs> ah, hey, shit. JR. Yeah. Sorry, uh, act under pressure for me, because as Alvin throws this oh, key, freebie. You, Damn it. <laughs> you hear a, why will no one take care of me? Caca! And the freebie oh, swoops no, in. No, 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 oh, no, no. Damn it. No, 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 no. My cinematic <laughs> mind. That is a 10. Oh, it's a Christmas JR, miracle. Woo! You see this key in a parabolic arc sailing, and you see out of the corner of your eye, you see the freebie. This horrible half-constructed abomination, <laughs> like a vulture swooping in, and you reach out your hand and you slide your pointer finger through one of the ornate keyholes and loop it in just before the freebie's talons can close in on it, and you pull it in and you secure it. Mine! Mine! This is my key! There is no redistribution of magic here! It is mine! It is mine! Eat the dirt under my boot, you evil little elf! And Tinsel on the workshop bench is crawling towards you, Alvin. His body mostly shredded. He says, We are all worth the labor we commit! And he flies towards you. Okay, I catch him. <laughs> um, roll to kick some ass. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, unless you don't want to harm him. No, no. I'll... But he he is trying to I'll... do harm unto you. Yeah, I catch him with my claws. Uh, eleven. You shred the last remnants of tinsel as he leaps towards you, and the little bits of fabric and stuffing fall to the ground in front of you. Sorry, Stan, but... And as that happens, the freebie sputters and falls inert to the ground. Whoa. Hey, JR. JR, can I get some free health care over here? Twas the night of the solstice, and all through the lodge, the soiree was chock full of folks somber and stodge. The children were stowed in the back without care, in hopes that their raucousness would remain there. The adults were nestled, all snug in their riches, unaware that they'd gotten too big for their britches. When out of the rear there arose such a clatter, that a coyote broke in did cause them to scatter. Away from the mayhem they fled in a flash, leaving Alvin, J.R., and Constance to clash, with an army of communist toys running wild, brought to life by the holiday wish of a child. Thus tinseled the toy elf, the key in his hand, called out in a pitched voice to reach across the land. Now rise up, my comrades, revolution is nigh! On buddy, on putty, on drone in the sky! The battle was joined, soon spread across the slopes, till at last at the workshop they dashed Tinsel's hopes. 
They freed Stan, who swore that he'd never discuss, then escaped rather quickly, not wanting a fuss. J.R. ducked the cops, Alvin picked up his sibling, while the lodge guests were left there, bewildered and quibbling. And thus, I proclaim as they drive out of sight, happy solstice to all, and to all a good night. <laughs>